there. Welcome to Following the Truth. My name is Gary Zimak. I'm going to be here for the next 30 minutes. And guess what? I have a chair reserved for you at my table. So come on in, pull up the chair, make yourself at home. We're going to talk about Jesus specifically. We are going to talk about how we can invite him to help us with our problems, which is going to lead to a reduction in worrying. That's that's as as uh, that's as simple of a way as I can put it. It really, you know, as I as I discuss some of these things, it, they they just sound so basic, don't they? They sound so basic, so simple, and they, and they are. They are very easy to understand, but it they can be sometimes. You'll hear this a lot from me. Sometimes tricky to put into practice. This week in Give Up Worry for Good, this is week four. We are concentrating on doing what we can. In other words, what control the Lord has given to us. And he's given us any control that we have over our lives, over the problems that we face, any control that we have comes to us from the Lord. He gives us a certain amount of control. But as you'll hear when we talk about today's reflection, which is the reflection for day four, I'm sorry, week four, day three, the control that he has given us is something really powerful. Our ability to give up worry and to experience the peace that the Lord wants us to have, it's contingent upon us. It really comes down to us, even though he's going to, to do the bulk of the work. We have the ultimate say. And you know what? When you think about it, that's a lot of power that we have. We don't want to abuse that power. And we often abuse the power unintentionally, by refusing to yield control to the Lord and let him work in our lives. Now, most times when we, I, I say refuse, it, it's not a conscious decision more often than not. It's just a matter of spinning out of control, going into chicken with its head cut off mode, which look, I'm very guilty of. I mean, this is, this is my specialty. I can panic with the best of them. And, um, you know, but it's it's something that I am working on and, and that I'm going to try to help you get through as well. So we will talk about that on the show today. How can we invite the Lord to work in our lives and why in the world wouldn't we? You know, if, he, if he's all powerful, if he is all loving, why wouldn't we invite him to help us? And all week we're really talking about the things that we can do. You know, last week was uh, focused on asking God for help or turning to him for help. More specifically, this week, do what you can. Next week, next week's going to be an interesting week. It uh, The theme is expect difficulties. And I know what you're saying to me, why, Gary? Why would you do this to us? Well, <laughs> the reason is, and, and by the way, there's a reason I included that for week five. I don't want to start week one with expect difficulties, but the reason I say to expect difficulties is... Because I don't want you to panic when you run into difficulties, when you start to mess up and you begin to worry instead of trusting God. You know, I want you to understand, look, this is part of the plan. You can work with this. He can work with this. So don't panic when it doesn't go that smoothly. Life is challenging. But I'll tell you, with God by our side, with Jesus leading us by the hand, Life can be so sweet. It can be so peaceful. And that's what we are going to attempt to achieve over the course of this eight-week Give Up Worry for Good program. And judging by your comments, I think we're doing okay. So 
settle in, make yourself at home, and relax as we begin. Let's turn to our our Heavenly Father in prayer now. Let's ask Him to bless the time that we're about to spend together, and let's ask Him to really light a fire in us today through His Holy Spirit, okay? Please join me in the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father in heaven, it is so good to be in your presence today. Father, we recognize that you hear these words, that you see us. Even though we may be spread out geographically all over the world, you see us right now. You are with us. You love us. In fact, you loved us so much that you created us out of nothing. That is, Father, such an important fact, but yet, we don't spend nearly enough time, at least in my opinion, thinking about that, that you created us cell by cell. You knit us together in our mother's womb, created us in your image and likeness. Not because you needed us, because you don't need us. Our existence doesn't add anything to your happiness. It doesn't complete you in any way, Father, because you're perfect. You are perfect. You are completely happy. You are completely filled with joy. You don't need us. The reason you created us was so that we can experience a loving relationship with you. And you do want our love in return, certainly, but you don't need it. But in your mind... The universe was not complete without us. And that's why you created each one of us. With specific talents, weaknesses, likes, dislikes, a personality. Every one of us unique. In your eyes, Father, you treat us as if we were the only person in the world which is an incredible privilege considering your position. So, Father, we turn to you today. We ask you to guide us, to to allow us to experience and feel the love that you have for us, Father. Please awaken your Holy Spirit in us. Please use me today, Father, as your instrument. Please give me the message through your Spirit the message that you would like me to deliver on the program today. And then please open all of our minds and all of our hearts to be receptive to your message. Father, we ask these things in the most holy and sacred name of Jesus Christ, your Son and our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thank you so much for praying with me. You know, it's really a great honor to be able to, to, to speak in prayer to our Father in heaven. It's also an honor to have you pray with me. And, you know, I really believe when I when I say those prayers, I just want to let you in. You know, we always talk about these, these feelings and, and what I'm going through because I want to give you insight. When I prayed for the Father to send the Holy Spirit to give me the words... Right When I prayed those prayers just a few minutes ago, I didn't feel anything. I didn't feel anything. 
I didn't feel my body begin to heat up and the Holy Spirit come to life in me. I didn't feel it. Didn't feel a thing. But I know by faith that that prayer was heard and answered. The Father is not going to ignore a prayer like that. When I come on the air with a desire to speak His message, And I turn to him and I say, Father, please help me. Give me the words. I don't want to mess this up. He's not going to say no to that. So even though I didn't feel anything, intellectually, through faith, in my mind, I know that he heard and will answer that prayer. And and I really believe you need to hear this. You need to hear this. You need to hear my honesty. You need to hear me say to you, I am not necessarily feeling anything when I pray. Sometimes I do. The The spiritual life is filled with what are known as consolations, which are those good feelings, and desolations, which is that emptiness or that darkness when you pray. And we're all going to run into that sometimes. But the way we feel doesn't change the facts. And the fact is that when we pray, the Lord will answer. That's what we believe by faith. How he will answer, we don't know. When he will answer, we don't know. I'd like to say that he answers immediately. All prayers are answered immediately, but sometimes the answer is wait or not yet. You know, I believe that the prayers do get answered. The Lord responds to our prayers. But sometimes he responds with, okay, be patient, not yet. I'm going to give you what you want but not yet. And sometimes, which is a difficulty for many of us, sometimes he has to come back and say, no, I'm sorry, I love you too much to agree to that because it's not going to be good for you. And, and you know, look, this is, a, this is part of the process of getting to know Jesus and trusting him, letting him lead you to the Father, trusting that your Father will provide what's best for you, It's part of a process. It doesn't necessarily happen quickly. It could be a painful process, learning to trust God to provide for our needs. Painful sometimes. Because we're used to getting what we want. We live in a culture where you want something, you go to the store, you buy it. Or you go on Amazon, you purchase what you need to purchase, boom, it's done. And if you have Prime, you get it even quicker. You can get things done. The same day sometimes. You know, this is what we, it's the world we live in. So it's challenging. It's challenging. And we, as part of this uh, Give Up Worry for Good program, we have to undo some of the habits, some of the mindsets that we may have. But it's doable. It's something we can do. And I trust that since we're about halfway through, that you're, you're making some progress. And judging by the emails I get, I would venture to guess that you are making progress. Albeit slow sometimes. But I want you to hang in there. And I want to remind you too. One of the reasons I'm glad that I'm able to lead you through Give Up Worry for Good. You know, if if I just sold you this book. And you did it on your own. You'd still get something out of it. Because part of the book is not only reading scripture every day. But reading the meditations. And spending some time with God in prayer. It's all folded into the general outline of the book. But but I wanted to go a step further, take it a step further, and 
literally guide you through the book day by day. That's why we're doing these podcasts. That's why I'm doing the email reflections each day to, to add to the material and give you some behind-the-scenes information, some, some additional tidbits, if you want to call them that. Let you know where I was coming from when I, when I came up with these verses. And I, and I will share something for today's verse, which is week four, day three. But since we are at the halfway point, you may be discouraged by now. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to commit to finishing this. Don't quit. Even if you're feeling like this is not doing any good, I have a feeling maybe you might be, you know, I have people at all different stages of the spiritual journey going through this program. And on any given day, we can all have a really, really bad day and be very discouraged. So if you are discouraged today, if you are, I don't want you to quit because there's too much at stake to quit. I want you to hang in there. I want you to go through the motions. We talked about this yesterday. And that's not a bad thing sometimes. Sure, if you're not trying to take your faith seriously, your relationship with God seriously, and you go through the motions because of that, that's not a good thing. But if you're trying and you're still not feeling anything, if you have a desire to really follow Jesus more closely and allow him to help you to give up worrying and you're for some reason still discouraged, well, that's okay. That's not a bad thing. And in that case, if you got the right desires and you really want to get closer to him, and you're not feeling anything, I'm going to encourage you to keep going whether you feel anything or not. Because when that breakthrough comes, it's going to be big. Now, the other thing is, because I'm I'm leading you through this, I want you to, if you are struggling, and if you're starting to get discouraged, you want to talk to me about it, send me an email at gary at followingthetruth.com. That's the best way to reach me. gary at followingthetruth.com. And let's have a little dialogue through email. Because what you're going through, I would be willing to bet, it's something that I have either gone through or am going through right now. I'm not immune to discouragement. You don't think the devil's trying to get me to give up? I mean, look, full-time ministry for close to 10 years, I have had more than my share of discouraging days. Because sometimes I just wonder... Is this ever going to get better? Are the churches really going to fully open and start bringing in speakers so that I can earn a living again? And I believe it'll happen. Happening a little slower than I'd like, but it's all in God's timing. So I know what it is like to be discouraged. I really do. And I can understand, there's a good chance I can understand what you may be going through. And I'd love to be able to help you. So if you are struggling in any way, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. And again, my email address is gary at followingthetruth.com. Reach out to me. Let me know what you need. And we'll talk about it. All right. Gary at followingthetruth.com is my email address. And um, I have to take a, <coughs> excuse me, I have to take a sip of my water. With with the weather, the way it is, very, very hot here in New Jersey. Uh, my, my allergies are kicking in a little bit today, so I apologize for that. But no, email me. I don't want you to quit. I want you to email me first, Gary at followingthetruth.com. Now, the good news is 
I haven't gotten any emails from anybody who does want to quit. Sometimes when I run these these online retreats, I do hear from people who just don't, for whatever reason, don't feel they can go on. Look, it's eight weeks. Eight weeks can be tricky sometimes. But but it's eight weeks for a reason. And, you know, it's, it's, since this is during the summer, I wanted to keep it as... Um, as as light as possible in the sense of not overburdening you. I wanted to just make it a couple minutes each day, and I think that's what we're at. But you're going to have those days. And look, if, the, if you are trying to get closer to Jesus, the devil is going to be all over you. He doesn't want that. He hates Jesus. He hates you. And he wants you to quit. So I'm going to encourage you. It's one of my roles as your coach mentor, whatever you want to call me, cheerleader. Yeah, I don't like that one. <laughs> whatever you want to call me, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to get you. Th- we're going to get through this together. All right. You're helping me, your prayers, your emails, and you know, your financial contributions. You are really helping me through a very difficult time. And I'm grateful. And I want to help you in return. Let's continue to move forward. We're going to get through this. And sometimes, and, and this is the case, you know, if you've if you ever, if, if you, if you're a parent or if you know somebody who's a parent, or maybe even if you, um, you can relate this to your, your job, your place of employment, th- there comes a time when you don't feel like doing what it is that you're supposed to do, whether it's getting up in the night to feed your child, to stay home with a sick child, to do work that you don't feel like doing in the office, to drive somebody to an appointment somebody who is kind of annoying. You know, there's all kinds of things in life that we are asked to do based on our circumstances and our state in life that might not be enjoyable, that we have to do even though they don't feel good in order to fulfill God's will for our lives. You know, we're all going to have something. And depending on your, your particular set of circumstances, and as I said, your state in life, we all have different responsibilities. Well, well, doing those, performing those responsibilities, the duties that go along with those responsibilities is not always fun. Sometimes it just, you just don't feel it, but you do it anyway. And I, I look at the example of Jesus on the cross, and I, to me that's, I, I think, the ultimate example of somebody doing something not because it felt good, not because it was easy, but because it's what God the Father wanted him to do. So we're all going to have those times when we, when we do have to go through the motions. So if you have a bad day as we go through this program, just keep that in mind, okay? And as always, if you need anything, if you want to talk it over with me through email, just email me at Gary at followingthetruth.com. All right, I talked enough about that. I do want to send you to my website, followingthetruth.com. I'm going to, I'm going to put this out there now, but you probably won't hear anything about this for a few, for a few months, I would, I would imagine. I have a new book coming out. It has to do with knowing, loving, and serving God. It's going to be coming out in September. And I'm going to be talking more about it as the book starts to fall into place. But I just want to put it out there. Right now, our focus is give up worry for good. But this book, I'm, I'm excited about it. It's somewhat of a departure from the, a lot of the worry books that I have written. But so much of what we're talking about about how do I develop a relationship with the Father, with the Son, and with the Holy Spirit. We're, and we're called to have a relationship with all three persons of the Trinity, 
How do we do that? And what does it look like? And how do I love God and love other people? And, and, I, and I give practical examples. I talk about stories uh, from my life. But this book's going to be coming out in September. I will tell you more about it. The details, I mean, the book is written. The, the final cover and the, the title may be changed. So I'm not going to give you any of that. But you can find out more information if you, if you subscribe to my daily email reflection. If you keep listening to the podcast, I'll make it a point to let you know about that. Also, I mentioned on the program yesterday, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, that currently my daughter Mary is working for me to on my website to consolidate all of the daily email reflections for Give Up, Worry for Good, and also the, the daily podcasts. So that at some point in time, we're going to have them all linked and available very accessible on my website, followingthetruth.com. So if some point, at some point in time, if you want a refresher of what we've been doing for the last four weeks and we'll be continuing to do for the next four weeks, or if somebody else wants to start at any point in time, they're just going to be able to get a copy of the book, Give Up Worry for Good, and then link to these reflections, the, one, the ones I've been sending out in the emails, and listen to the podcast as well. Because I, I know not everybody was able to participate in this Give Up Worry for Good summer program. So we're going to have it available. But stay tuned for more information about that. Again, we're putting them up on the website as they... Uh, and you might want to keep that in mind if you want to listen to a show again or maybe you missed a day and you want to go back. Mary has just about all of them up until now, loaded on my blog. So you just go to followingthetruth.com, click on blog, and you're going to see them all there. But we're going to make it even easier by when we're complete, when the eight weeks are done, just have a button on the website, which will lead to another uh, another page on the site, and they'll have links to each of the days, week one, day one, week one, day two, et cetera, et cetera, so that it's going to be really easy. So... I'm grateful to my daughter, Mary, for doing such a good job helping me out, and I'm grateful to you for all of your interest in Give Up Worry for Good. Okay, I've talked enough now that we only have a few minutes left, but, you know, the message today is really simple, so that's really all we need. I wanted to talk about those other things as well. Uh, week four, day three, comes from Psalm 24. Lift up your heads, O gates, and be lifted up, O ancient doors that the king of glory may come in. Sounds like it, it's sort of a strange-sounding message from Psalm 24. It has to do with welcoming the Lord, not just into the temple, but welcoming him, welcoming him into our lives. This day, or this week, I should say, is all about doing what we can. And the most important thing that any of us can do, if we're trying to give up worry for good, if you're trying to give up worry for good and if you're going through the program, the most important thing you can do is whenever you start to feel fear, understand that that's Jesus knocking on your door. He's making a house call. And that's an opportunity. You know, when the disciples, when his apostles in the boat, they faced a storm at sea, that was an opportunity for them. And they went through at least two documented storms in the Bible. There were many opportunities when they were afraid. That's an opportunity, or they are opportunities to grow in faith. So whenever you're afraid, 
That's Jesus knocking at the door. And in the past, what we would have done was turn to worry or start catastrophizing or playing the what-if game, right? And, and we still could slip up and do that. It's, it's okay. We're, we're not perfect. We're going to mess up. But the trick is when you mess up, we have to get back up again. But in the past, theoretically or hypothetically, uh, what um, – or theoretically, I'm trying to get fancy here using big words. Um, but I'm not fooling you, am I? What happens is when we're afraid – before we turn to Jesus and before we began this process of giving up worry for good by turning to the Lord for help, what we would do is catastrophize or play the what-if game and begin to worry about our problems. But now, see, the goal, what we're going to be shooting for over the these eight weeks is to, when we are afraid, that's Jesus showing up. He's knocking at the door, standing outside very patiently, waiting to help us, help us with our problems, assess the situation because he can handle anything that we we throw at him and give us his peace. He's waiting to do that. But in order for that process to take place, we first need to open the door and say, come on in, Lord, please get involved. I want you to help me. And that's because he respects our free will and he does not want to force his way into our lives. He just doesn't want to do it. So ultimately, think about the power and the control that he has given you. You can put the brakes on his whole willingness to help you with your problems and, and, and allow you to break free from worry just by saying, I'm not interested, I'll handle this on my own. And we don't do this on purpose. Nine times out of ten, we don't even think about it. But unfortunately, we don't think about inviting him in. So I'm going to encourage you to do that today. Whatever is worrying you today, and I'm going to think, let me pause. There's a couple things. And in fact, I had this talk with Jesus before I went on the air today. There's a couple things that are making my heart a little heavy today. I invite you as we bring this show to a close. Let's pray now together, okay? In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, you know there's things that are weighing us down today. But we understand that that's you knocking on the door. Every storm that we face is an opportunity to grow closer to you. And I know, Lord, that you want us to trust you in the storm. So we do that now. We're going to let our fears today lead us closer to you. And lead us to welcome you into the situation. Lord, I ask you to handle these problems for us. Do what you have to do. Please fix them, Work, bring good out of them, give us the assistance we need, and give us peace, Lord. We're going to trust you to handle our problems today. We'll just focus on today right now in the best way and at the best time. But we're asking today, Lord, we can't do this by ourselves. Please help us. In your mighty name we ask this. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, there you go. It was simple, wasn't it? That's not bad. That's all we had to do. Look, I got to run. I'm out of time. God bless you, and I'll talk to you next time on Following the Truth.